12-sided stories is for mature audiences and often deals with topics that may be difficult for some listeners. Discretion is advised. Episode 10 of Unquiet Blood Hellfire, a game of Vampire 5e. I am your GM, Mac Beauvais, and I have some players with me. Let's start with Saint. Hello, I am Saint or Saint Spider, and I have been playing Tricks Pool, who just got in a tricksy situation. You can never speak again about my puns. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just owe you, I've owed you guys that for a yes, while. You have. Say it. <laughs> You've been attacking me relentlessly. Well, obviously, I feel that joke was for kids. So, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Hi, I'm Wes Otis, and I'm playing Simon Vance, a vampire who is about to get into a fight who should not be getting into a fight. Hello, I am Pooja, and I'm playing Malice, who is on board. As much as she can be with what's going on, she guesses. <laughs> hey, I'm Michelle, and I am playing Blanca Santos. Before we start, please consider supporting the show through Patreon or on coffee.com spelled K-O-F-I. Now, on with the show. Last time on Unquiet Blood, we spent most of our time trying to figure out what to do with the information that we have an address for Julia Poole, who is Trix's quote unquote mother. We also found out that there is talks to take over the Sokar company by Niven. So hijinks are afoot. And you guys decided to go and surveil Julia's condo. Trix made her way inside to go investigate and heard her mother's voice over the open laptop in the condo, welcoming her home. And that's where we're going to pick up. So Trix, you're in this apartment. The laptop has just had your mother's, I keep wanting to say that with like air quotes, voice come across it saying, welcome home, baby girl. (sighs) Then that sigh is in character. Well, this isn't quite what I anticipated, but it's not totally out of the realm of possibilities. So I'm just gonna, you know, it's what, is there a, what's the program open on the laptop since I I looked at it? Is it uh, Skype? (laughs) It's a made up thing that we can mention on the podcast without getting in trouble. Oh, Uh, 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 pipe. Basically, she, she has, she can remote into her computer. And you can tell that the little recording camera light is on on the laptop. I'm gonna answer her, but I'm glancing. I'm like, I bet that's not the only camera in here because i know there was one outside the door yeah are there any more in this room that i can see 
as you're looking around, you hear her go, what are you looking for, darling? (sighs) All right. So I'm here. What do we do next? Well, I suppose that's up to you. I'm mobile and uh, gosh, I have so many options of places I could go this evening. So many people I could pay a visit to. Maybe you can help me choose. How about you come to me? Yeah, you're due for a mother-daughter visit, a consensual mother-daughter visit this time. We should talk. Oh, sweetheart, who do you think raised you? I know that I'm probably being surveilled. There's probably some sort of trap. I'm sure you've got some little friends with you. Yeah, okay. Sure, I got friends. You've got friends. We all have friends. But we are due for a real discussion. I don't know that I'm going to get a real discussion out of you unless I show you how serious my love is. Let's see, what could I possibly do tonight? I could go perhaps to the movies, perhaps see if there's any unusual cars on the block near my abode. Well, you certainly can't be everywhere at once. So do let me know what you decide. Then I just shut the laptop because I'm fucking mad. And I knew she was going to do something like this. I kind of fuck. I probably, that's like literally tricks is like fuck <laughs> in real life. <laughs> but it, also this was predictable. So I'm annoyed. I'm very annoyed. <laughs> I'm going to burn down her apartment. Okay. And the this old standby, kill it with fire. I mean, I do this a lot. Maybe someone should stop me. I'm not stopping you from running out anything, says the person who explodes things all the time. (laughs) With friends within the area. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, admittedly, that was just a wonderful congruence of Pooja has no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) And character Robin has no idea what you're talking about. It all worked out well. Oh, okay. Uh, Well, I'm going to just turn on the gas on the stove. Okay. You know, maybe she does have something important in here. We'll see. Shoot. I didn't I didn't plan to have matches on my person. In real life, I do have matches. Um, if you really want to go the nuclear option, then it's up to you. Uh, you can find matches or a lighter or something inside her place. Okay. In fact, she has a matchbook, a promotional matchbook sitting out. For Crypt Club. The Crypt Club, of course. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm walking around holding this. I have the gas on. I already have the gas on. But I do think there's probably something here to either take or destroy that would be actually of use. Because I feel like every place this woman occupies is never just actually spartan there's either something dangerous here that i could use or there's something i don't know valuable to her in like some kind of weird sentimental way and so that's that's kind of what's stopping me from immediately lighting everything on fire right now can i do one last very angry maybe punch into some walls or something to see if i can find a hole i don't know you want to do another investigation roll yeah yeah maybe it's a little more violent this time around hmm like, all right, you want to do a real weird roll? Let's do let's do strength and investigation because you're just going to actually turn over the entire condo. Yeah. Okay. And it won't be difficult. It's sixes, and for every success you get, you get to destroy one additional thing. <laughs> I love the creativity. Thank you. All right. So that's only that's four. That's not only. 
That's pretty good. Ooh, okay. I got a nine and eight and a f- oh, a five is not a six. Okay, so I got two successes. Two successes? Well, number one is the laptop. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, so you can take the laptop. Yeah, I'll just put it in a my pants, the back of my pants, I guess. I don't know. I didn't walk in with a backpack. Whatever. I caught it. You can carry it with your hand. I could carry it. I don't know why. I was thinking uh, like a villain, you know? I <laughs> Okay, yeah. I'll take just the imagine laptop. you trying to put the thing in your pants. The laptop if, in the back If it's not an ultra wide, you know? What were the, the, the 90s jeans that were huge? Yeah. The parachute pants. Jinkos. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm about you you could stick a laptop in a Jinko's pocket. You wouldn't have to shove it yeah. back your pants. Jesus. <laughs> so there's the laptop, and then you go into the bedroom, and over the bed, there is actually a photo of you and her when you were very young and still human over the bed that you just rip off the fucking wall and reveal that it was actually hinged and was a door to a little cubby in the wall. (laughs) And inside the cubby, there is not really a lot. There's a little bit of cash and some like bug out, you know, passports and things like that. But there's also a small leather notebook, black notebook. All right. I was scooping all that up. And pedally, I'm also scooping out the money. I'm thinking, okay, I actually have something here. Maybe I don't need to burn down the house. I definitely am going to leave the gas on to be a bitch. And be like, I almost did something. But instead, uh, yeah, I guess I'll just, she'll just know that I just took some shit from her (laughs) instead. It's very much rebellious teenager shit instead of murder. But I'm thinking maybe don't murder everyone in this building today. So you're going to leave the gas on and you're going to leave and go back out to um, the car? Yeah, I'll also rip the camera off of the front. Okay, you do that. Just just petty. I'll take it with me, too. <laughs> Be in the you other pocket. With this arm load of crap. <laughs> just stop. I just stole it. Put, put it in your Jenko pocket. <laughs> I didn't realize I was just going to steal from my mom, but uh, there you go. <laughs> right. All right. Stuart's probably like, what? I must be like, she knew. Well, first, I get in the car, dump all the stuff in the back seat. Thank God we have a big, fat back seat. Uh, and uh, yeah, I'm like, all right, Stuart. She knew we we're going to be there. I just took some stuff because I got angry. Also, let's make sure all of our compatriots haven't been murdered while we've been sitting here. <laughs> Let's check in with both Simon and I'm assuming they're not dead uh, as nothing has happened to them. But uh, no, yeah. they're all dead. I just didn't this tell them. silently <laughs> slaughtered them just, all. Sorry, sorry, guys, you're all dead now. Uh, <laughs> Julie comes. Yeah. You're all dead. <laughs> yeah. So Trix gets in touch with y'all. I was thinking I'm using a walkie talkie, but I don't think I ever said that. We did say we had some sort of communication with us. Yeah. Yeah, so predictably, she she was aware that I was there, so that worked out, Simon. But she is not going to come here uh, unless she has already slaughtered any of you. Uh, You guys are good? Are you good? No, we're we're all here. We're good. All right, good. Maybe you should look around just in case. uh, Not to insult your intelligence. I'm assuming you're always looking around, but maybe do an extra look. (laughs) Make sure you're safe. Can I do roll my heightened senses? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, yeah, I have a nine and two ten. You have heightened senses out the ass. <laughs> there really isn't anything to heighten sense around here. Because you rolled so well, you can tell, like, that there was comings and goings of a vampire. Like, you get that ghostly feel of where things have been. But nobody seems to be in that direct area. All right. Now, we're we're good, Trixie. There's nobody around. Okay. I realize that that means it's the club or my friends slash blood banks. And uh, what time, well, how much time has passed? Like, would a movie be over, essentially? Probably, given the time that they would have headed out if they left before you even got up. Fuck. That's the most vulnerable people. She's probably doesn't even want to mess with the club yet because it's no fun to to prematurely ruin it. So um, I'm just going to... Okay, I'm going to try to reach out to both Ben and Tamara. Their devices keep ringing, and unfortunately, somebody does pick up uh, Tamara's phone. I guess there's no question as to when they pick up the phone. They pick it up Tamara. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. We've started... <laughs> have we uncorked? The, it can't go back in the bottle. Or in the box. Damn. <laughs> One word off all my references today. I mean, <laughs> genie in the bottle. Yeah, there you go. So the phone line picks up. This is Detective Johansson. Who is this? I see by the caller ID that this is a uh, trick. Yes, I've been looking for my friend. Something's wrong, isn't it? You might want to come down to the station. I just hang up. I know. Simon, your phone starts ringing, and it is Josiah. Yes, sir. We have a huge situation right now. The place is crawling with cops outside. There were a couple of bodies discovered. Do you know anything about this left outside the club? Well, my only guess would be that it's the Crypt Club again, trying to stir up trouble. Well, the, the club isn't safe to come back to. We're trying to keep the cops out now. They want to investigate inside, and as you know, that's a huge problem. Of course, sir. Is this, is this something to do with what you were doing tonight? Because... Rafi is in a, uh, a right state about everything. If we're being honest, sir, we gave Rafi the opportunity to help us with our mission, and he declined to. So if there is any blowback from what we are doing, then Rafi can blame himself. Well, we got shit to deal with, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? I'll try to talk to you soon. Just hang up. Click. <laughs> Might as well fucking do it all. Let's get it done with. And the phone starts ringing again with Josiah trying to reach you again. I just turn it off. All right, we need to find a plan right now because this is all going to shit real fast. Yeah, I'm just looking at Stuart. I'm silent for a bit. And uh, I don't think I could do it very well, but there's just like a bit of a growl. And I believe this is probably a time where my blood of the Bruja starts rippling. It's my bane as well as, I guess, kind of a useful thing. But I'm thinking in this case, and I'm very hungry, that any kind of moderating force has now just been lifted. And I'm going to go back into that fucking apartment. I'm going to kick the door down and uh, I'm going to just strike the match. I left the gas on. It's almost like I knew this was going to happen. Except it uh, I'm going to fucking light that shit on fire. Just delight in the burn. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to get away from it quickly because vampires and fire are bad. That is really bad. I'm, I'm quite mad. I'm not thinking about that at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, down the way, Simon and Malice and Blanca, you hear this. 
noise, and you can see the condo in the distance just go up in flames. Oh, shit. Well, mother-daughter spats are certainly heating up. And uh, when I make it back to the car, I just look at Stuart and I'm like, it's war. Uh, I guess I'll get in that fucking car and I don't know. I don't know where we're going, but we I think we all away. need to meet up someplace neutral yeah. away from all this and away from the club. Yes. How about, okay, so I'll contact Simon. I mean, you guys saw what I did. We're all together. Yeah, I'll, we're, we'll meet up at like a park or whatever that's far away from both locations if possible. You can do that. Okay. <laughs> All the information just dumped, all the info dump everything out. So there's a lot of angles here, and I don't feel like losing my life or my unlife, whatever, for the club in this way. If they're already making a huge move against it, we're in a bad spot. Yeah, and uh, I, I don't think I can go home anymore, at least not for a little while. Oh, if they haven't identified the bodies yet, you might have enough time to see if Julia left you a message at your apartment. Yeah, I think the bodies were the message. We could call her back on your laptop, her laptop that you have stolen. Hmm. I don't know if I, uh, I don't know if I can really talk to her with words right now, but yeah, that certainly is possible. Ah. I... How many stories is the Crypt Club building? Stories uh, uh, tall? Mm-hmm. Oh, it's like a two-story building. But your mother expects us to go on the defensive, or conversely, for you to act out of anger, without thinking, and for the, you know, rest of us to run scared like little rabbits. So, we set aside emotional responses and hit them where it hurts the most. The club. Yes. I think so. I mean, your mother has no actual bonds outside of yourself. Let's just let's just call her Julia, by the way. A little triggering. Of course. Of course. Your Julia has no bonds outside of yourself. Her obsession. Yeah, she's not very likable. <laughs> Which means that if we make it a problem for Niven and his associates, then they might take care of that problem for you. Meanwhile, we get what we actually want. Which is for them all to leave us the fuck alone. So what do you propose, or how do you propose we frame her as a uniquely difficult problem for these people? Besides me acting out. Hmm. I mean, she is a loose cannon. There's no actual denying that. We don't have to frame her or actually manufacture anything. Well, we could just tell on her. Snitches get murdered. As I think we've already found out. But... The police are investigating what happened to your roommates. Is there a way we can divert that attention over to the Crypt Club? Simon, you have those connections in the forest, do you not? Yeah, I could make a call into a couple of my contacts and see if I could, you know, point some fingers in a direction. That would at least make us look better for the management at Hellfire, who is at this point not happy. And, you know, it serves a dual purpose then. Point the cops her way. I mean, specifically their way. They'll know exactly who did this. I mean, I assume they're not as stupid as all that. I might be wrong. I've been wrong before. We'll put those odds at like uh, (laughs) (laughs) 60-40. So we want to send the cops towards the Crypt Club, is what we're saying. At the very least, it's a diversionary tactic. True. Keeps them a little busy. Yeah, I call up Detective Frank. Making a note. 
Detective Herrera here. Hey, this is uh, Simon. Heard you have an investigation downtown at my club right now. Hellfire. Well, I don't. Uh, my contemporary does, though. Right. We don't have anything to do with it, but we don't have time to wait for you all to investigate your way through it, and we need to move the investigation in the different direction. How much would that cost? Hmm. I mean, Detective Johansson's been a pain in my ass. Uh, what are you offering? Money or favors. Why not both? I mean, that's your call. You tell me what you want, and I'll tell you whether or not I can pay it. If I could come in and swoop in and be the hero over Johansson, that would make a big difference for me. I'd like to see that smug asshole buried. Okay. Well... There's a secondary club that's going to be opening up soon. It's called the Crip Club, and I give them the address. I said they're in direct competition with us, and their head of security is named Julia Poole, and she has been trying her best to shut us down. This is her doing. I mean, not a character to everyone else, not really. The laptop? Laptop. I mean, we have to search it. Fuck but, it, I'm going to okay, lie. Okay, we'll have to get back to him. <laughs> yeah. We have a laptop with some information on it that we're going through right now. The deal is, is though, I can get you that information, but we're going to need a little time. But they need to get the fuck away from that club as quickly as possible. So the deal is, we'll find the proof you need to come out on top. You get rid of them, though, right now. Is that a deal? I'll see what I can couple of bodies, active scene, very difficult to disrupt as much as I would like to. A couple of bodies outside of the club, not inside the club. A closed club that is not open, that no one has any connection to, okay? So do your best. Get back to me as soon as you can so then I can move forward with making you look like a hero. I'll see what I can do. All right. Tricks? After I hang up, how many connections are between you and your roommates? Well, I knew their parents, but uh, they didn't know that. But I mean, are you on the lease at the place that you're at with them? Are they on the lease? Uh, how many phone calls have you made? Because if this investigation does heat up, it's going to lead directly to you quickly. Yeah. I mean, we've lived together for several years, so it's obvious they're going to have to talk to me at some point. People have seen us all living in the apartment. I'm not on the lease, but I've been subletting for quite a while with the manager's blessing. So we've got to see what the crime scene is and how they were killed. Well, it's swarming with cops right now, so we can't do that. We, well, yeah, I mean, let's get the info, I guess, from someone else who can go there. Yeah, since we have no idea how they were killed, I, it could be anything. And with DNA and whatnot, fuck. So let's figure out if we can get some info. Maybe Josiah knows or something. Are these like, you know, what happened to these bodies or something? Uh, and then also, I guess, let me look at the computer and book immediately. I can't think of what else. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, because I'm like, oh, yeah, well, if they were shot or if they were beheaded, just different ways, I guess I could be framed for those things. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't really matter. They're, the connection is you live with them, you work at the club, there's a paper trail between all of those things and these two corpses. They, it doesn't really matter how they died. 
they're going to look for the path of least resistance. Who can they throw in jail the easiest, you know? <sighs> you want to do an investigate on that uh, laptop in the book? Yeah, let's do that real quick. So I guess I might be laying low. I don't know what would make more sense to actually be like, yeah, I'm the roommate. Everybody knows that. But also... I wasn't there, or should I just never show up? If I never show up, then they're immediately going to be like, oh, she did it. So I don't know. I'm at a loss. But uh, yeah, I guess let's do the investigation. Okay. So the notebook, you don't really have to roll anything for. It's a notebook you can open up. It appears to be her personal Rolodex. Hmm. And contains names, addresses, odds and ends. And that includes whether or not current information for Niven. Hmm, okay. That is useful. Let's make a note of that separately. Might have to talk to him. Is it a phone? Is it phone number, address? What kind of info? Yeah, phone number and address. Okay. Does he live in the city? Mm-hmm. All right. Are you telling us what, like, as you read through or? Yeah. Yes. Because it does seem like that would be current, because I can't imagine that Niven would be in the city for all that long without the powers that be noticing before now. Thank you, Salvador. Thank you. <laughs> Super unnecessary. <laughs> leap. Yes. I don't know if we should show up at his house, per se, but it's good to know that he's nearby. Um, let me look at the computer next. Let's do an intelligence and technology roll. Difficulty sevens. Okay. Let me know how many successes you get. Okay. That should be... That's five. All right. I got a seven, a nine, and that's it. I got a seven and a nine. With the seven and a nine, you go in and start digging around and find some files. And they are things like Google Street View and, you know, different trajectories and, and information looking for someone's location. And there is an email with this information attached and an outgoing email to Niven saying, I found her. Mm. I show this to everybody. And I'm like, do you think this is about Dahlia? More than likely. And from the correspondence, does it seem like, are they talking about, like, the amount of murders that Julia is doing? No. Because I'm wondering, and I'll say this in character, I wonder if Niven is aware of how bloody uh, this campaign has been. He doesn't seem like someone who wants that much collateral damage. Perhaps this is a way to get Julia off our backs, if not more, possibly, I wish, staked in the face. But yeah, perhaps... As I said earlier, we could tell on her. You might make this go away. Is there any other, like, information that I could possibly miss laptop? I mean, I already did an investigate in technology. Well, we're kind of in a weird spot because I think that, you know, we showed our hand and it got handed back to us. And, yeah, I think at this point, any ideas are valid. Malice... Blanca, what do you all think? Where where would where should we go? Well, I think since you now have Niven's email address, you could directly email him with the information. That's one avenue. I mean, I don't know. If you could get me close enough to the building and I cast corrosive vitae, you know, on my blood and put it into a few strategic spots, well you can't open a club in a condemned building. 
if you know if it's damaged enough that they would condemn it I, I don't know I don't know those are the two ideas running around in my head so I, I, I'm sorry out of character I, I have become a little confused <laughs> that uh, so on the laptop you had the email and Julia sent the email to Niven yeah that she found the person says I found her so so Niven and the and then the Google Maps and all the stuff pointed back to you right no the Google Maps pointed back to another location yeah a new one in the city okay so Niven is obviously looking for where somebody lives which I could tell you but we're thinking is Dahlia (laughs) I mean yeah if Julia is causing this much chaos, this much distraction, this much fear and keeping everyone very busy. But Niven has also tasked her with finding someone such as his ex-lover and the head of the Sokar company. It's my vote, but it's up to you. That's not a bad idea. I think it's the best way to go. Yeah, and especially because she's also powerful. Hmm? Yes. I mean... (laughs) It always does help when your meat shield is stronger rather than weaker. Mm. I mean hostage. I mean person you're trying to protect. <laughs> I mean boss. <laughs> <laughs> All of the above. Oh, okay. All right. So you're going to go to the address that um, was on the laptop? Yeah. Kind of like a Hail Mary. Also, is this just a giant trap? Because also, yeah, I was just thinking that too. I don't know. Can I, what, should I run another antivirus on the laptop see if we're being remotely (laughs) watched well it's not even that it's something that like because she was talking to you through the laptop yeah and then she left all of that stuff open on the laptop yeah it wasn't you did a roll about it and you were able to find that okay so it was like this was like a hacking situation rather than just me i'm sorry I, like I got left really yeah. confused there. That's, that's my bad. Okay. That's, There's that's a lot fair. going on. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's fair. Let me make sure I have everything right then. Yes, I think I do. Okay, so when you went into the apartment, you found the notebook and you found the laptop. The laptop, you can assume that she saw you on the video camera and remoted into her laptop to talk to you. But she's been doing some work on that laptop that you were able to hack into that she wasn't expecting you would be able to get into. Okay, great. Or anybody. She left it open because it was sort of just a strategy in case you showed up that she could be like, hi, I know you're in my home. Yes. I've murdered your roommates. (laughs) Right. Uh, Yes. Feels like we're running out of options. So this Hail Mary uh, may be what works. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and and do what you're going to do. And then I'm going to call Josiah back. Stuart. Yes, boss. Shit's hit the fan. You know this. But we think we've got a last-ditch plan. We found Dahlia. And I think at this point, we got to go straight to the dragon's den and just bite the bullet. I understand if you don't want to risk your life anymore, any more than you have been. But I just want to say you've been a great resource and friend. I'd even say friend and resource. Well, I'm kind of in it now. I guess I might as well see it through to the end. It's going to give him another pat on the back. But you know what? It's a full hug time. Thank you, Stuart. Yep. All right. Emotion done. <laughs> all right. So, Simon, are you making this call as you all are caravanning yes. off to... Okay. So, uh, Josiah picks up and he's just... How dare you hang up on me? Sorry, sir. I was just very frustrated and it won't happen again. 
since you're so important. I wouldn't say that, sir. But I've made some calls, and I'm trying to get the police out of there and onto the Crypt Club. And we are trying to track down our target right now. I guess they made a move before we made our move. I say so. There was no way around it. Anyway, we're doing our best. I, Like I said, I've called, and hopefully the cops will be moving away from you soon, okay? so bumbled. I, I, I put my trust in you, and I put your trust, my trust in the team, and I feel very betrayed right now. Sir, let me be clear on this. We didn't fuck up. This is not us bumbling about. The Crip Club is actively trying to shut us down. Their move is independent of what we are doing. So don't feel that way. You need to let Rafi know that this is a very credible threat to him at this point. I don't know what's going on. I don't know if they're planning to try to take upper management out, but you should know that they are making big moves and I'm doing everything I can as a social media person to make sure that doesn't happen. (laughs) I'm sorry I hung up. It won't happen again. But you need to be aware that they're gunning for you. Okay? Just fix it, okay? I'll do my best. Do better than your best. And he hangs up on you. Uh, Tit for tat. All right. (laughs) So off you all drive, and you kind of wind up through the hills uh, to a very expensive part of town. And end up in front of a very opulent looking mansion that is off the road. So there's a security gate to go through and there's a lot of foliage and stuff, but you can see the mansion up the drive down at the end. And um, yeah, you roll up to the security gates out front and there is a little, there's a little call box. I'm thinking, I guess we should just open with Niven, or else they're probably not going to let us anywhere close to there. Who should do the talking? These are not my set of people, so who's who's doing the talking? I'll do it. So I hit the little buzzer. Security, what can I help you with? Uh, we were wondering if we could please have an audience with Dahlia. We are both her employees and concerned for her safety. Let her know that Niven is involved. Stand by. And the box goes quiet for a very long time. And almost to the point where you think you're going to need to press it again. And, and just as you go to press it again, the gates to the mansion swing open. And that's where we're going to end it. Ah, ah, we figured it out though. Yay. Yes. Maybe. Kind go of maybe. Hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's not break open the champagne yet. Well, thank you all for tuning in to episode 10 of Unquiet Blood Hellfire, a game of Vampire 5e. I have been and will continue to be your GM, Mac Beauvais. You can find me online as at Strange Like That, the Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, my website, and even occasionally the TikTok. Let's see where we can find everybody else. Uh, Let's start with Pooja. Hello, I am Pooja, and you can find me on Twitter at LADACGirl. That's L-A-D-E-S-I, girl, and pretty much all the other socials is Forgotten Saves. If you want to hear me play more TTRPGs, you can catch me currently on Happy Jacks RPG and on their back catalog. 
Hey, I'm Michelle, and you can find me on Twitter at Mishulu. That's M-I-C-H-U-L-H-U. You can also find my music and Wes's amazing sound effects if you subscribe to the Plate Mill Games catalog through BattleBards. Hello, I'm Saint Where is Saint Spider, and uh, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, that's at Saint Spider TV. That's uh, S-A-I-N-T-S-P-I-D-E-R-T-V. Thank you. Hello, I'm Wes Otis, and I can be found on Plate Mill Games or. Let me start again. Hi, I'm Wes Otis. You can find me at Plate Mail Games on Twitter. You can also find the show at 12 Sided Stories, the number 12, and then Sided Stories on both Twitter and Instagram. You can also find us on our website, which is 12sidedstories.com, all spelled out, all one word. Join us on Discord and talk with us over there as well. Finally, if you want to help out the show, definitely Go over to Coffee and either do a one-time donation or become a subscriber, or you can give us a shout out on your favorite social media platform, or you could give us a review, throw a five-star review at us. All those things help a great deal. Thank you so much for listening and tune in next week for a very exciting episode of Unquiet Blood. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Bye.